0: Hello friend, welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. I appreciate you joining me today on our chapter day journey where we find ourselves in Hebrews chapter 3, it was verses 5 and 6 that resonated this morning. It says, Moses was faithful as a servant in all God's house, bearing witness to what would be spoken by God in the future, but Christ is faithful as the son over God's house and we are his house. Today's podcast is entitled Version 2.0. When I was trained as an actor in college, I was thought that I won't really portray my character well unless I truly understand that character. This includes learning everything about my character's life and background. When I played Daddy Warbucks in Annie, I did a lot of study into New York at the time of the play, complete with maps and photos to locate and picture what it would have looked like as I was walking along Central Park. I looked up every person, place, and thing that was referenced in the script. I even made choices about Daddy Warbucks' own life story, things that weren't known or referenced, in order to better understand his life, his character, and how he relates to all the other characters and events on stage. I looked up what kind of limo he would have had, what life was like for a business and social elite in the stock market crash and during the Great Depression. Okay, stick with me here. In my experience, the book of Hebrews, also known as the letter or epistle to the Hebrews, is one of the least read and studied what we call the New Testament. And I understand why. The author, in fact, who wrote Hebrews has been hotly contested since about 1500, the time of the Reformation, he's writing to a specific audience, specifically to Jewish slash Hebrew followers of Jesus. And he's writing at a very specific point in time, that being the first century of the Jesus movement as it was rapidly growing. And he was writing with a very specific purpose, to explain how and why Jesus changes everything for the Hebrew people. Because of this, a casual 21st century reader fails to understand much of the letter, how crucial it was to those reading it, and how important it is in fully understanding how Jesus fit into the larger tapestry of the entire great story from Genesis to Revelation. Sometimes I have to apply my actor's training in character study to my reading of texts like Hebrew. I learn about what life was like for a Hebrew believer in the first century. And what I discover is that when I read the text, wearing those sandals of a first century Hebrew believer, Jesus has radically transformed everything i was raised to believe i was taught that the temple in jerusalem is the center of my religion and worship jesus is telling me i my body is now the temple i was taught growing up that there are certain foods that are clean and other foods that are unclean jesus is telling me that now all foods are clean I was taught to make regular ritual sacrifices at the temple so my sins would be forgiven. Jesus is telling me that the entire sacrificial system is now on the scrap heap of history and that Jesus was the one sin for all sacrifice that forgives my sins and makes me holy. I was taught that the Hebrew people were God's chosen people and everyone else should be ignored and shunned because they'll make me unclean in God's eyes. And, if I'm honest, I've been taught to be kind of smug about this. Jesus is telling me that I am to love, accept, and be in a relationship with all people, regardless of their nationality, their race, their gender, their social standing, or religious background. I'm to love those I've been forever taught to hate. All of a sudden... I begin to understand why Hebrews was such an essentially needed text for these Jewish believers. The author is helping me bridge the radical paradigm gap. He's helping me understand how to wrap my head and spirit around what seems to be like such extreme changes to what I have lived and breathed and learned and known and practiced my entire life. For this first century Hebrew transformed into Jesus' follower, Moses has been forever held up as the key figure in the history of my faith. It's through Moses the law was given and all the rules that dictated my life. It was through Moses that the sacrificial system, the tent-slash-temple-centered worship, and the arrangement of priests as God's go-betweens were instituted. In today's chapter, the author of Hebrews is explaining that Jesus, who is the author and creator of Moses and the old system, Is a higher authority of Moses. Jesus isn't denying Moses the law and the system that has been in place for over a thousand years. See, Jesus is the original programmer and author of the original code. And he is finally introducing a massive upgrade to version 2.0. I mean, most of us know, don't we, how it feels when our familiar old foundational software that we use every day gives a radical upgrade and suddenly everything is different. Where's that? Wait, wait, what happened to that menu? How come my command is gone? That's what the audience of Hebrews is feeling. That on steroids. So in the quiet this morning, I find myself thinking about the changes I've experienced as a follower of Jesus in my 40-plus year journey. The pomp mainline high church ritual and corporate worship of my childhood upbringing they feel ancient to me now at times it's still the source of sentimental nostalgia at times i can see in retrospect the spiritual metaphors which were completely lost in me while i was religiously entrenched in it yet jesus is always about growing expanding transforming my faith is continually <laughs> updated As I journey forward and add new layers of both information and experience. I don't even know what version I'm on now. This is the way. And this morning I'm thinking that that was one of the things that I most loved about Daddy Warbucks. As I stood in his wingtips on stage. It was the transformation that he makes. Every performance from his first entrance to his final bow. And that's how I've experienced my spiritual journey as a follower of Jesus. When I make this life's final bow, I will be a completely different version of the person who entered the journey on a cold February night back in 1981. I hope you have a great day today, my friend. We'll see you back here tomorrow.